In this podcast, we take an introspective look at the thoughts, ideas, and emotions of those who are pursuing a dream. The goal is to capture the magic of reality within the confines of a podcast, a prism into the heart and soul of those who live for passion. Each episode will be a window into the mind of an individual as they share their art with the world. I'm your host, Adam Charles Abramowitz. Join me on an audio excursion into the music, the mindset, and the method of a man who lives for creativity. Right now, in a moment that stays fluid as audio waves influence energy into our ears, we take a journey into the perspective of an individual who's chasing something, a dude that cruises his own creativity as he produces music into the world. EDM, electric rock, hip-hop, and acoustic soul, and an identity that continues to shift itself, adapting to the climate of his own passion, moving his energy towards positivity in pursuit of the man he wants to be and the life he wants to lead. This is Inside the Mind's Eye with Lennon Jones. Everything in my own immediate experience supports my deep belief that I am the absolute center of the universe. The realest, most vivid and important person in existence. But it's pretty much the same for all of us. It is our default setting, hardwired into our boards at birth. Your essential self is the foundation of the universe. Just as the waves are continuous with the ocean, your body is continuous with the total energy system of the cosmos. And it's all you. That self is the basis of all being. We are the consciousness that allows the universe to view itself. Life as we experience it is a big act. And that behind this big act is the player. And uh, the player is you. It's one thing to have a great idea. It's another thing to continue following through with it. Right. Well, a lot of things, a lot of times what happens is is people have a great idea, but then once they start adding reality to the idea, it like scares them and they want to leave this idea in this little special safe spot and they don't want to like continue to chase it. That's what happens with me with songs, you know, you know, if I'm writing a song, I'm like, this is a great idea, but I got to stop because, you know, it'll come later. But really, I'm just scared of like letting that idea grow into something that is beyond my idea. Like, why? Because it's honest to you or because it's... Because sometimes things are better off as ideas. Like, I know so many musicians that can't finish their ideas, you know, and it's because they won't let them grow out of that idea. Because here's the thing. This is an idea, right? Uh An idea is going to evolve naturally. Yeah. When I write a song, I I write the beginning of a song, and then instead of trying to hold on to this idea of what it should sound like, I let the song take me. Like, the song becomes the master of its own, a beast of its own. Right. Some people need to do that with 
more things than just songs, if you catch my drift. Right. It's like you got to let things evolve. You know, you can't keep it. You're just this one perception on it, and this is how it has to be. It's like yeah. sometimes you just got to take it for the ride. Like, you just got to ride it, you know? For me, that's like, that's creativity. There you is, go. Is just letting it happen and allowing yourself to speak through whatever imaginative... But I think we put a lot of uh, expectations on our ideas. So if an idea starts to evolve in a way that's not how we expected it to turn out or it's not how good we expected it to be, it scares us and we withdraw from oh, that idea. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's, that was my biggest task with the Lucian thing was like I had this idea for three months and it consumed me. Like I was thinking about it every day. How am I going to do this? What's going to happen? It needs to be perfect. Exactly. And then I sit down and actually do, do it, it. And it comes out exactly what I wanted to hear. That's good. And it's like I didn't. I knew the whole time, like when it comes to ideas and and, and writing something or exploring something uh, musically, it's like I don't have to. I really just have to let myself go. Like That's I've got to way. just let it happen, and then I can look at it and find fault flaws in it. But once it's out, then the next idea comes, and then the next one. But a lot of people can't get past that. You know, past which which part? Past doing it and getting it out. And they hold it in that idea bubble, stuck, and it right. never moves. And then it's always just an idea that never like found the light. So what do you think that is? That's like a. I look. I look at every writer's block, if you will, but it, it it can be like applied to multiple facets. You know what I'm saying? It's like writer's block, but you know it can happen in many different ways. If you if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like that's what I used to do with these songs, man. Like I would write half a song. And then I just like give up on it. like I have a bunch of songs that are half finished right now, you uh -huh. know, and it's because I haven't found the perfect way to go about finishing it. But the truth is, there is no perfect way about go about finishing. It. I just need to finish it and just let it be whatever it turns out to be. And the way I do it is, if it's half done, I'll never go back to it. I'll yeah. just move to the next thing that that's I'm going to follow I, that's, through with. I'm 100 percent guilty of that, you yeah. know. But it's about going back and doing it and putting it out and then moving on to the next thing, you know. Yeah, that, and I, I get this weird state when I'm in the zone if I'm not. I've got to finish it while I'm doing it or else I'm not going to come back to it yeah. because I'm always trying to catch that new thing, the new thing that interests me, the thing I'm passionate about. And once I'm done with it, I'm moving to the next thing. Yeah. So what, what do you think, uh, for me, all that f for myself, it's almost like I've got this vision of what I'm trying to say, mm -hmm. how I'm trying to say it and what I want to birth into the world. Right. And everything I do is funneled into this vision, this, this end vision of the life I'd like to lead and the message I'm trying to spread. Okay. What, what do you say, like when you sit down to write, when you do, when you step on stage, what's your, do you have like a vision or an idea that you're, a big idea that you're following? In the grand scheme of things, yes. But there and in the moment, no. I'm purely feelings based, like emotions based. Like when I write, I don't even know what I'm writing. I sing and the stream of consciousness that comes out is what I write down. And then I go back and I apply a meaning to it later because whatever comes out off the top of my head is automatically the truth. Yeah. Because I'm not like distorting it through, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. So when I write a song, every lyric you've ever heard, it's been, it, it just is because I sang it over the song and it worked. You know, it was just like it, off the top of my head, you know, like, and then I wrote it down and then looking back, you're like, wow, I see how this applies to this facet of my life and actually does have meaning. And I didn't even have to overthink it. Oh yeah. That's what I do. That's how I write my songs forward like, like i'm the i'm the same way i'm writing forward and i apply meaning when i look back yeah but the most important thing is the thing that i'm really interested in is what makes a person decide to actually try with what they're feeling or what they're experiencing and then just letting it go like 
That's true. Not I, putting I the like pen a, to the paper, not putting those, the, not taking the guitar out. I think some people have an ache to do it, and then some people don't. Like, you have this urge. Like, I have an urge to play music. I have an urge to write to songs I hear. I have an urge to be in the moment of a sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that I'm blessed with because it's natural. And a lot of people don't have that, you know? But there's, like, a trade-off because with that urge comes a lot of... Um, negative feelings and emotions too and struggles and the people that don't have that are very simple and can live in a very simplistic way which is a blessing for them but also occurs because you never really get to see like a colorful beautiful side of them i think you know what i mean yeah what do you think the struggle is as far as for you for you when when you're you're always you're out you seem to output a lot right right writing a lot right making music you're man i've watched all those videos and i want to i want to go back i want to ask you about all that stuff but what about what about for you? What do you think the struggle is for you as you try to do this? Making it. Making it? Yeah. What I mean by making it, though, is like um, getting people to hear it and relate to it and understand it. You know, because, like, I wanted to work in treatment, you know what I mean? Um, but, but I realized that what I can do is I can make music that people hear and relate to. And then it's like I do work in treatment just in a different way. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, but it's hard right now because, like, most people are so naturally attentive to negative music. Like, negative things. Negative just situations, you know, as far as, like, drugs and sex and money and, and luxury and greed. And, you know, it's just about having people hear my music that's not about that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's an electric lady. People that have access to, to the audiences, newspapers, magazines, whatever, like speaking engagements I've been offered to do, they want to hear about addiction and recovery. And I don't, I don't want to talk about that. I want, to, I want to talk about the imagination. I want to talk about the power of the human spirit. I want to talk about what can be achieved while we're here right. using art. Right. And for me, the struggle is I feel... As I as I write and I create and I and I give stuff out to the world, I feel compl- I feel a lot of isolation. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm the I feel like I'm the only one. You know, like really, like everything holds so much meaning to me that I do because it gives me so much. And I was listening to Coldplay on the way up here. Uh, what was that? The song, um, the first track on their album X and Y. How does it go? You're in control. Is there any way? You're in control, is there anywhere you wanna go? It's basically saying we just wanna he basically sings about I just wanna be understood. Right. If you feel like me, we all just wanna be understood. Right. And that's what I really connect with is like I I don't know Sometimes I feel like I'm not Sometimes I feel like I 
I've accepted I don't think I'll ever be fully understood. So I look at the things I do as leaving just little pieces for whoever wants to have them, but I'm still looking for something else. different phase of development now like you you are they not wanting to do what is the image oh, i'm what still was... doing that you are yes i have three projects okay what are they uh the group of music that you heard on or my website you know lennonjones.com which is all the all the you know electronic uh pop hip-hop r&b all that stuff um i got that i do an acoustic type setting uh which is more like uh if I had to compare it, it'd be like John Marish. And then the rock band, you know, stuff as well. Um, right now I'm working on the set list for the electronic stuff because I'm going to perform that stuff live. You know, and it'll be really cool because I'll be able to wear the big fur coats and the super tight pants and be able to come out on stage and sing that stuff and dance to that stuff and hopefully just have people party to it and, yeah. and feel good. You know, that that's all that music is about. Feel good and, you know, just in a different dimension. And then the acoustic stuff is um, more personal tracks, if you will. They're they're very personal to me, and they're and they're very uh, they hit my heart because you know I write write them from a very special place. And then the rock band stuff is just you know back to my roots, you know, because I grew up around rock and roll and classic rock and and stuff like that. So hopefully, what'll happen is is I can perform at any venue. Um, and and with the acoustic stuff, the the cool thing will be will be that you know I'll be able to do a thirty minute acoustic set and then have my band get on and we'll be able to you know slay a rock show. So you're getting both the best of both worlds in one show. You know the EDM stuff is totally separate. I love that stuff. You know that stuff's fun and it's funny because people always say like, you know, why do you want to do rap if you play guitar? Why do you want to do hip hop if you play guitar? Why do you want to do EDM if I play guitar? And the reason is is because I don't have one certain way that creativity manifests itself in me yeah you know what i mean completely so i'll do it all because i can and because that's what i want to do yeah you know i, I don't care if ten thousand people hear it all i want is one person to hear it and relate to it and understand it, and that's great yeah you know but all i can do is put it out and hope for the best i mean that's dude that's like like what you did this afternoon on the guitar like that's the reason we're sitting here i saw you at lucian's uh, mem uh yep. memorial jam and I literally thought, like I've seen videos of Tom York from Radiohead, and I've seen Bjork, and I've seen their live performances where it looks like they don't even, they're just entities like in the music. And that's what I saw when you were jamming, and I was like, Thanks, what yeah. was that? <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Um, I want to know why you hold on to me Like a trick waiting patiently hiding up your sleeve Oh, when I don't get you, when I don't have to, I try to understand you, I do. 
The only limits on my creative voice are the limits that other people put on me, which to me are completely fake. Mm. You know, a lot of people think they have to stay in one lane and they have to do this one sound, you know, but I'm the one that's living my own life on this planet in my own journey. Therefore, I'm going to make whatever I want to make. You know, like I was telling you, you know, if you want to do comedy, do comedy. If you want to do whatever you want to do, do that. That's what I that's what I believe in. I do I do everything based off of feeling when it comes to creativity. You know, um, the umbrella effect and, and you know what the strategy is for me is um, I want to do music. I want music to be my life. I want music to be the way that I put food on the table. I want um, you know, music to, to keep me financially uh, comfortable. Uh, so what writing every type of music allows me to do is is put all that stuff into one place, try to get other people to hear that, and then hopefully you have somebody from a label or, you know, whoever it may be who's like, this kid can write anything and can write to anything. I want to bring him in and have him write for these artists and we'll pay them X amount of dollars. And what that allows me to do is to get a job doing music. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, if one of those records or one of those, you know, songs were to pick up and blow up and I had to be an artist, I could do that as well because that's what I would love to do as well, you know, but, but at least I would like to just do something in the music world, making money, you know? Yeah. So. To do what you love and not worry about right bills. because you know you think about all the stuff you've heard now like you haven't heard my acoustic stuff yet but you know you got to hear the rock band stuff and you got to hear all my rap and EDM stuff you know if Justin if Justin Bieber's manager Scooter Braun heard me and was like I want him to come write a song for Justin Bieber I could do that you know if uh, Taylor Swift her manager needed an artist to come or a songwriter to come and write a song for her I could do that too because. I've expressed and I've shown that in every angle I can work and I can I can funnel my creativity into writing in that channel, you know, and that's what it's about. I'm not I'm not just one sound. So so you're aware of the of essentially laws of attraction the way doors open up. Yes. So you're aware that what you put out into the world is open for anybody's interpretation or anybody's. The only way people are going to see what they want is if you show them what you have. Correct. So you're just, uh, you're like me in the sense that scattershot. I'm just going to do what I love all the time. And if people would want to listen, want to hear, I would love to just keep doing it. They will. If they want to, if they want to hear it, they will. Yeah. You know, they, they either do or they don't. You know, all that I know is that I'm living my life doing what I love, and that's all that matters at the end of every day. At the end of every day. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Um, you know, if they want to listen, that's awesome. Come join the, the party. Come join the, you know, come join in, listen, and, you know, have fun, dance with us. If you don't want to listen, that's cool, too, but I'm still going to do it because it's what I love. Yeah. You know, that's that's the attitude for me. You know, I, I uh, there's no plan B. For me, uh, I'm, I'm not going to settle doing something that I don't want to do for the rest of my life because I'm not going to spend my time on this planet doing something that I don't love, you know, with every inch of myself. Oh, tell me where were you when the cards were dealt? Tell me where were you when I was losing myself? I wanna know why you hold on to me 
Like a trick waiting patiently Hiding up your sleeve Oh, when I don't get you When I don't have to I try to understand you I do But it's hard to love it, want you I blast inside my mind for you And I don't know right from wrong And all I got is my song It's hard to love and please you What all you do is tease me And I don't know what's right from wrong And all I got is my song Oh, and I don't get you When I don't have to I try to understand you I do Okay, so let's go back to when you realized that. Okay. When was that? When did you realize you woke up and you had one shot at this? I've known my whole life. And I think it's because I grew up around music, dad being at radio, grew up around music. I'm fourth grade, sitting there playing air guitar, watching Led Zeppelin DVDs. Uh, and I knew that I had this voice that I wanted to be heard. I knew that I could express what those guys expressed in a new way, using their art and you know that style um and since then i've just been i've just been growing and and learning and and doing what i can you know the only reason that i've gotten to this point is because of those doors and the law of attraction that you talked about Mm -hmm. you know it's because i've put my stuff out there people have heard it and people have been um motivated by it you know so everything that i've done to this point you know just the videos and the who i've got to meet and who i've got to work with is all a blessing. That's all it is. It's just a blessing of me putting my stuff out and people hearing it. I need to simplify. I need to justify. Have you ever heard uh, Nine Inch Nails' first album? I love Nine Inch Nails. Yes. What's a pretty pretty hate machine? Is that the name pretty of it? Pretty hate machine. Uh, yeah, that is. That's the very first one back in the '80s that they did. Yes. What? I just got into it, and, okay. and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this dude is literally bleeding on the microphone for us. Yeah, definitely. He doesn't understand God. Right. He doesn't understand romance. Right. He doesn't understand why he feels different than everybody else. Right. And he's, and I, when I'm getting chills thinking about it because it's one dude. Nine Inch Nails is him. It's Trent his Reznor. It's his project. Yeah. And this is the first thing that he really like birthed out. Like he's like, this is it. This is me. And it was like. Kind of like a cloud. I was up way up in the sky and I was feeling some feelings you wouldn't believe. Sometimes I don't believe in myself and I decided I was never coming down. Just Man, it, it, the struggle was so real. Like. Everything got put together in a place where I'm experiencing it. It's like a soundscape of solipsism. Like, like the self is like he he's like thinks he's the only one that's alive, and he's allowing us to hear it. Yes, it gets me chills thinking about it. And I wonder if you've ever done something where it's it, it's so raw, so unap- unapologetically you that you step up to the microphone and and you shudder a little bit that you're about to let people see this part of you. That's every guitar solo for me. It's not so much stepping up to the microphone. It's guitar solos. Like if I if I have to play lead guitar, that's where that that's where that 
manifest. That's where that comes out. Wow, dude. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what happens. That's how, that's what I have felt. Like, that's how I felt. Like, I've, I was watching it practice today, and I was reading your lyrics, and I was looking at you mouthing some of the words, and then I was watching you when you went to your solo, and it was like, what the hell? Words will never be able to paint as vivid of a picture than me playing guitar with. Just because it's magic beyond words, you know, it's a feeling like it's just it's a feeling. So the, I've got a friend of mine who I met who's a local artist around town. Her name's Chelsea Shag. Okay. And the first time I met her, she played me her EP, basically. Okay. Super well produced. Excellent okay. sound. She's a shredder on guitar. Phenomenal. Okay. Then she played me a song that was like a B-track recording. It was like raw, uncut. And that was my favorite one. Mm-hmm. So there's something about capturing just the realness of it more so than the how can we make this sound the best right for the stuff you do where, where do you sit with in that it depends on the depends on the genre so you've got the acoustic thing which is your would you say the rawest form of what you do uh, the, the rock band stuff's pretty raw the acoustic stuff is more uh perfected raw okay does that make sense uh you're attacking whatever emotion you're trying it's to... It's more scripted, my acoustic stuff. However, okay. it's coming from a raw place, a very personal place. I wish I had this one written, because I would do this one. All the lyrics. But for this part... the only part i know how it's gonna go wow. right there but it's like there's like harmonies and stuff so it's like it won't be so dry yeah but yeah that's like the one part i have so i had to write around that But I'm telling you it ain't bad 
has to be, I know about that. Yeah, but I haven't written all those. Those are just like improv, but you know what I mean? That's how it will go. That was all the same song? Yeah. And then after that, but no, delete that because that's not even like, I haven't even written to it yet. And then from there, that's when it goes into What do you feel is your truest form of expression? I think all of it is. All of it? Yeah. I think all of it is. You know, it's just about, for me, seeing what I can do. You know? So I don't know what my truest form is. You know, I think it's all my true form. It's just uh, different true forms. Yeah. I'm you know? completely there. Like, my whole, my whole thing is how can I get... How, what can I try next to make me feel anxious, uncomfortable, to challenge myself, to be better than I thought I could be. Right. And it's interesting because for me, doing those things is what makes me not anxious. If I'm not expressing myself and if I'm not being creative and if I'm not writing, if I'm not playing, that's when I'm the most uncomfortable. Yeah. For me, it's playing and getting out and being uncomfortable that makes me the most comfortable. Yeah. It's like I'm backwards wired almost or something. No, I get that because... I mean, I just know when I started, you know, I did the whole music thing for a couple of years. Right, right. I rode the, I rode the, tried to do the bass thing, being a bass player, and got to what I believe, well, what was living a dream. Recording studio, multi-million dollar, tree sound studio, yep. own producer, own engineer, meeting people like T.I. and David Banner in work mode. It's not like, oh, these are these guys, it's, oh, we're here to work, right. you know? Got dudes bringing me Red Bulls on ice. We're tracking an EP. We're going to shop it out to record labels. Yeah. That was a dream come true. There you go. And then that fell apart. Right. I was dependent on other people. It wasn't me. Like, all I was doing was playing bass. And I had a good way with good energy with people and logistics. Mm -hmm. I was able to keep us together up to that point. Okay. Then everything fell apart. And all of a sudden, I'm left with no means of expression. I didn't know what I was going to do next state of depression and uh and then an idea popped on my head that i should start writing and i started writing every day and for six months all i was doing was writing to myself and that anxiety that you were just talking about manifested for me in the form of running like because <laughs> i wasn't able to share any of this shit yet like i wasn't i didn't know how i was too i didn't know if i was good i did i was scared as fuck like i was just like i'm gonna write a book <laughs> so i'm right. doing it but now nobody I'm splitting all this energy and time into, into writing and walking around and meeting people. And, and uh, so, yeah, the anxious and the, and the, I ran every single night. Right. I haven't ran in a month because of this. It's like the, the next thing to brings do. the next thing brings the next Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think one of the things you touched on that was super good is you realized that it was all falling apart and it wasn't because of you because you were ready to keep going. Yeah. Right. One of the reasons I do everything that I do, one of the reasons that I've made so many types of different music, one of the reasons that I keep it central to kind of the home base, which is, I guess, me, you could say, is because if somebody else stops, it doesn't stop me. Yes. That's why I've set it up this way, you know, because I, I've been involved in so many things musically where somebody or something has stood in the way. It's either been a distraction, it's either been because of their own uh, creative blocks and obstacles that has stopped a process that could have grew into something really big. But if I do everything myself and I do everything under my name and I do everything that I can do, then there's nobody stopping me but myself. 
nobody else, no obstacles, nothing, you know, no nothing. Um, that's why, you know, I've eventually got to the point where I have my own website, all the band stuff's gonna go on my website, because I have the songs, you know, I've written the songs. Yeah. You know, if somebody were to have something tragic to him happen in the band, if somebody were to, you know, just fall off for whatever reason, you know, God forbid they do, I would have those songs, and I could be like, here, check these out, learn to play this party for a student jam with me, and then the show continues. Yeah. You know? Um, because in the times where I've had other people kind of fall off, I've been devastated, just like you're talking about. Yeah. Um, and for me, you know, I didn't really have running to turn to or, or anything like that. You know, I could have, but I just, I, I didn't, you know. But what I did is uh, I couldn't sleep. I stayed up all night thinking about, okay, how can I do this? How can I make this work? How can I turn this into something? Uh, and then, you know, I, I, I am up, you know, 20 hours a day just working and conceptualizing and trying to figure out how I'm going to do this and how I'm going to move on to the next step again, you know, how I'm going to make up for the, for the steps that were lost, which is what's gotten me to this point, you know, why I'm doing three different projects at once, why I'm, you know, about to record, why I'm working on a set list for another live show, while I'm working on another set list with the rock band, it's because I'm constantly in motion and that's what keeps me sane. Yes. And in between time, I play a lot of video games too. I, yeah. love, I love online video games. Yeah, I'm a huge. I'm a huge. Uh, Dota. I played League of Legends. League of Legends. Big video game nerd. Big. I'm. I'm a real nerdy dude, kind of behind the scenes. I've you seen know? the fire in your eyes go out as you chase blue dreams away, overdosing on love and confusion in so many ways, and those red lights they could. Any slower than they did And I'm sorry to say that sometimes, honey That's just the, the way it is And baby, there's nothing I can do To make up for yesterday I guess we could close it with I don't know what do you where do you where do you where do you see yourself? What do you right now? Dreamscape, dreamscape like you're living the perfect life. What is that? And I'm not. Let me preface this by saying like right now I feel I'm in the perfect moment in time, experiencing the perfect things. I'm doing exactly what I love to do every day, as are you. It seems, but we always want it to be a little bit better. It could always be a little better. What What's, I would be doing. In a dreamscape perfect world, mm. I'd be making music. I'd have enough money to allow my parents to retire happy and comfortable and have the things that they want. Uh, I'd like to be able to take care of my family using money that I make from music. Um, and ultimately, I would like to be able to travel the world playing music um, at a large scale. And I would like to be able to use any type of fame that I hypothetically had to go to treatment centers, high schools, you know, places of that nature to talk and tell my story. That would be ultimate for me. And to be comfortable and to be able to take care of, you know, I'd like, like, you know, some dogs and 
you know, all that good stuff and a cool car and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately it would be allowing to pay back my parents for everything that they've done for me and every everything, you know, so that they could be comfortable, happy, have what they want, and give back. That would be ultimate. That's what, I, that's what I'm shooting towards, you know? Playing music live and trying to give back on the side. Mm. So. To me, that sounds like... Uh creative visualization I don't know if I I don't necessarily believe I have a choice in going after that you know right. and the more I imagine the more each morning I wake up and say how can I do the thing today to get me closer to that it's like I couldn't stop even if I wanted to so for me it's like uh, I like asking that question because it reinforces why we're doing this and what we want right and it's fun. It makes you feel like there's uh, something to reach for. But as as we've discussed here, we we know like it's as simple as trying something you haven't tried, and it's as simple as being the voice you wish you could have heard, being the man you wish you knew. Yeah. If you don't have anything to reach for, you really don't have anything. And Kanye West says, if you reach for the stars. You'll land on a cloud. <laughs> For me, like, I want all of that you just said, but like baseline, it's like, if I can just live out of my laptop and my microphone and not have to worry about bills, travel, go anywhere I want to, not even like maybe even hotels, live out of hotels, just go where the whatever's happening is happening and just do my work through this laptop. That's all I do is just funnel shit through social media and, and be who I am all the time, I'll have made it. There you go. That's baseline, though. Yeah. But if you're going to ask me about, you know... Dude, the dream is to fucking have a mansion where all my bros can be at it all times, <laughs> 24-7. No one's worried Party's about bills yeah, ever. Yeah, Like, I want to have a... I want to have a... Yeah, I want all that shit, dude. But baseline, obviously, would just be having the bases covered as far as bills... Living arrangements uh, and being able to do what you love, and that's what I realized with this. Is I was like, I, I used to just daydream, uh, sitting with Mark Marin, okay, and having him interview me for his podcast, right? And I was like, dude, I could live this dream right now. Yep. So I went to the I went to the jam and I saw you perform, and I saw Lucidia perform, and I was like, let's do this, dudes. Like I could, we could do it. Yep. And now we did it. Definitely, and through me and you uh, networking and being in touch, we can do a lot of things. Oh yeah, and reach a lot of uh, ears, you know, and hopefully. Dude, I just man, I, I mean, we gotta let the show end. But like, I think of Lane Staley, and I think of uh, Pearl Jam, and I think of uh, where were they? In, where were they in Salt Lake? Where were they? They were in uh, Seattle. Okay. What was happening in Seattle was that was a movement. Like, they were all supporting each other as artists, all going to these different things together. And it just so happened that, what is it, Sound, Sound, that Chris Cornell's band. Soundgarden. Soundgarden. It just so happened that one of the bands broke before the other ones, but they all eventually followed. They'd, they'd built a movement in Seattle. That's what it's all about. And that's what I want to do while we're here. Definitely. And, See, my, you know, the real quick before we end. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm one for the uh, whole hippie movement that was in the 60s and you know there are a lot of kids that you know think that's so cool um 
and there were a lot of hippies back then, you know, but a lot of that was generated around drugs and drug usage. Imagine that movement without it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There would shit would have gotten done, dude. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, they <laughs> no. did get they did get shit done, you know. But lives were lost. Lives were lost. Lives were lost. And- I want to create a movement, you know, a movement about being the best you can be because. If everyone was being the best we could be, the the world would be an insane place. Oh, yeah, dude. And it's happening right now as we're speaking. That's it. That's it. Following the path in love, acceptance of somebody, regardless of who they are, what they believe in, skin color, that's all just, that's all just bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like playing follow the leader. It just so happens all the leaders I follow, I, I don't even know personally. Yeah. <laughs> so I just have these stories of these dudes who I just want to be part. I want to be in their tribe. Like, I want to be hanging and I want to be, I want to be living. Yeah. And I think we can build that here. Yeah. I want to, I want to build a movement. I want to, I want to build and, and lead a powerful movement. So, sure. so first order of business on the docket. Rule number one, no mean people. Right, definitely no mean people. <laughs> Rule number two, you gotta have a sweet haircut. Both of us right. have got the <laughs> the, the, the shave side. And the we got the top. the swoop wave. Right, mine's like a mullet mohawk thing. It's pretty I, cool though. I'm digging it. I did it myself. Uh, I was missing. Uh, I don't. I don't have a girlfriend right now. So right, the back is whatever it looks like is what you get. It's good though. It's good. You <laughs> yeah. killed it for not being able to see back there. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's wrap it up, dude. Let's. Uh, Oh shit! I know what I want to do. Let's smoke a cigarette real quick. I know how I want to close this. I want to. I want, can you? Will you play a song? I will play half a song. Half a song. Half a song. Why not a whole song? Because I want to uh, keep surprises where surprises need to be. I'll give you some good. Don't worry, I promise. Okay. Is but it... if I'm going in, I'm. Uh, you know, just so I guess the listener understands. Uh, I'm going into the studio very soon to to cut some new stuff, uh, and I want that stuff to be a surprise. So I'll you know give a teaser, oh. and then if they want to see the rest, they can come out to see us live or you know listen to the song online. I hope you guys are holding on to your whistles because they probably, just probably, got wet. Probably aren't, but you know if you are, that's awesome. Yeah, wet your whistles, guys, because dude, that's just a little taste for the next action, dude. You're gonna leave us wanting more. That's 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 the uh, that's the plan. All right, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's end the show. Okay. Good doing a show with you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a good time too, as well. Uh, just a quick snippet. LennonJones.com, dude. LennonJones.com, definitely. You can check out everything and try to be a part of the uh the movement if you will let's do it dude take us out all right i said heartbreak is life you hold your chin up high a blue day doesn't have to be so so gray not today could be any other color any other shade because i'm telling you
Some kind of poem.